Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha, and thank you so much for coming back and joining me. Um, I'd just like to share that today what we're going to cover is called acceptance and is the acceptance part of that phrase that is included in the mindfulness action plan. Let me read that phrase for you. I am here now accepting the way I feel and noticing my thoughts while doing what I care about. As a review, we talked about the I am, about noticing um, ourselves and not the roles that we play in life. Just knowing our thoughts, letting go of our our um, our roles. Then we talked about here and now, and really bringing our awareness to situations that what we're doing now and noticing what we are involved in and even maybe um, being open and accepting the beauty without judgment of our surroundings and those around us. And as we do that, we let go of distracting thoughts because when we are paying attention to the here and now, let's realize that distracting thoughts will come, but we're not going to pay attention to them. We're going to focus on what we're doing right now. Like I'm focusing right now and talking and sharing with you. A lot of distracting thoughts are trying to come my way. And maybe I'll share some of those with you just as an example. But let's go to the next part is accepting. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But before I go any farther, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing podcast to you. And thank you, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to my my listeners wherever they go. Okay, now let's see, what's this accepting stuff all about? This is so relevant to the situation, if I can bring in a little personal information. To me right now, (laughs) I am actually doing and recording this podcast to you uh, from my cell phone. It seems that, you know, sometimes situations happen and it forces us, if I can use that word force, (laughs) because it's not a choice, uh, it forces us to move in different directions and be open to learning how to do things a little differently. Um, Well, my Mac, um, my computer, his name is Mac, 
um, his hard drive crashed. And so that's an experience because um, I always thought that the Apple computers are very tough and they don't crash or anything like that. However, with time, anything can, you know, it's a machine. What do I expect, right? So I accept, it took me a little while last night to accept it, but I accept it now that, okay, the Mac, the time was, it, it's up and I needed to get a new hard drive. But in the meantime, I need to get this podcast out to my listeners. And so there was a lot of feelings um, that I experienced and I recognized how important and how much this mindfulness stuff has really helped me because I think there would have been a time that I would have responded a little bit differently. Um, but I didn't, what I did not do was I didn't act like I had like rose colored glasses, you know, that, that saying, and like, well, everything will be okay. Everything will be all right. Now I knew that, that, that having that computer is very important because I do all my work from it. And so recognizing that and then even acknowledging the frustration, the sense of helplessness that I was experiencing at the same time, recognizing, okay, if it's a machine, it can be either fixed or I got to see about getting another machine. So there was a solution. It may not be the best solution for me right now at this, at this time, but I knew that there were other alternatives. If my reactions were going to contribute to my distractions, I wouldn't be able to progress through coming up with a solution. And so at the same time, my son is sick with the cold and he got sent home. But I couldn't concentrate on that because I knew he was safe and at home and everything was okay at that time. So I got a microphone, hooked it up to my iPhone, and voila, ta-da, look at this, we got podcast. And so the accepting part is realizing what emotions that we have when we're going through situations, it is, according to the research, it, it is um, a way of building strength in our psychological flexibility. When we don't allow ourselves to run from the situation or react negatively to the situation, but instead we recognize the situation, we recognize the emotions. And we continue to move forward to solutions and to come through a, um, a state of calmness. So in that process, and this is this, when I read this information, this became real. Um, I don't know if, if you've ever, like when you're doing research or you're reading something and you're reading it but you're reading it from a outsider's point of view. You're reading it. You can understand it, but you really don't have any attachment to it. You don't have a relationship with the information. But when 
you go through a situation and you have experiences, then when you read the information or reread the information, that information becomes very real. And it is, it is a, a life-changing experience. And so here, the next part of this, this psychological flexibility is, well, how do, you, how do you build on this flexibility? How do you prevent yourself from being reactive? and just running away or freezing or fighting. How do you do that? And so here, what they suggest, what this research suggests is to relearn the feelings and how you respond to the triggers. And that means that instead of running or fighting or escaping, you're open to relearn how to handle that situation. And I know I've spoken about this before, but I just want to revisit just a little bit that our, our flight, fight, or freeze uh, response is a natural response that we all have. It is a part of survival um, so that we can survive in, in danger. I mean, it's like our, it's like our alarm system. Also, as we must recognize that the dangers that may be around us, you know, this, our technology has changed, our environment has changed. So our response to emergencies need, need to change. Um, hopefully that, uh, you know, we don't have to respond to wild lions chasing, you know, our family or us or um, some kind of primitive um, stress or danger. Uh, so we're going to accept and realize we do have that alarm system within our, our mind. And at the same time, we recognize and accept that we can learn how to respond to those stressors differently so that we can make better not only better choices, but keep ourselves calm so that we can be more productive. And so, uh, so what we're doing is we are changing our, our perspective of the experience. Um, and as a result, we're strengthening our healthy responses. For example, when my computer had the flashing question mark folder on it, I really didn't know what it meant. <laughs> that flashing folder with the question mark. Okay, <laughs> what does this mean? So I was totally out of ignorance. And then as I began to problem solve, I became educated that that was not a good thing. Um, the good thing is, is everything's all backed up. And um, so th when I was talking to the technicians, you know, one thing they were emphasizing is, is your material backed up? Because everything could be lost. And I just love it, you know, when people talk to you and they're trying to be calm <laughs> and they put these trigger words 
in the sentences. And so, and I recognized that that was like me stepping outside the situation. And I knew what they were stressing because I know it's very important. I also knew that from previous experiences, how important it is to have my material backed up on my computer so that I can respond. So in that conversation with my computer crashing, um, I could see the perspective from the technician that was trying to help me, trying to get the information that, you know, I hope your information is backed up. And if not, try to get it backed up. And recognizing inside, um, although I felt inside, it's like, oh, does this mean my computer is crashing? Um, maybe they can fix it. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't have to be panicky, if that makes sense. And so what I felt like is that I, what I escaped, I escaped um, the avoidance of ineffective behavior. That's what I escaped. And that was a choice. And this, this perspective changing, this response changing is a skill doesn't come naturally it has to you have to consciously slow down recognize how you're feeling and accept what you're feeling you know when when uh maybe someone will say well calm down it's not that bad it's not that bad to them but inside and you don't have to snap back and say well it's not a not that bad to you but you know just recognize well this is pretty important to me and not to run away from that because it's part of how you're responding, but you're going to understand that you're moving through this process. This is not going to be the end, the end point. And so keep telling yourself that this is a skill, this acceptance, this acceptance of where I'm at and the feelings that I'm having, this is a skill. And I'm, what I am doing is I am strengthening my psychological flexibility. You know, we kind of have that in the, in the back of our mind. And also to recognize that we have a choice. We have a choice in how we respond. We always have a choice. Um, I, when I was in the military, I always used to uh, do some leadership classes, and I would tell my class, this is how you know that you have a choice and you have very, very good coping skills. If something happens out of the ordinary and you are in the boardroom with the um, highest ranking uh, officer um, and you're given some information, how do you respond? Well, most people are very calm. They may, you know, look around the, uh, the uh, conference room and write some notes down. And then at the end of the meeting or a break, they may get up and take a walk. And when they're talking with friends or at the group, then they are, um, you know, expressing true emotions, true feelings. And that's when a lot of times... Um, different kinds of uh, emotions really and behaviors to those emotions really begin to show. And so as a leader, you begin to learn how to uh, 
uh, if I can use the terminology, read the crowd because, you know, you don't want everybody to panic and just lose it. So um, in that situation, if you've ever been in that situation, just recognize and give yourself a pat on the back that you do have the skill of acceptance. You do have the skill of being flexible. Now it is time to grow that acceptance and to grow that flexibility. So in summary, we have talked about the acceptance. So I'm turning my paper. So you may hear some paper in the background because I want to read that sentence again to you. And I thank you so much for being flexible and listening to me as I'm using my uh, iPhone. I'll, I will get better at this. This is kind of cool, actually, because um, it's a little bit more portable. And I check the sound quality and I, I hope this is coming across clear for you. Uh, but anyway, I want to read this um, mindfulness action plan phrase again. So you know that we are moving along in our action plan on improving our happiness score throughout the United States. I am here now accepting the way I feel and noticing my thoughts while doing what I care about. And that accepting the way I feel and noticing my thoughts, it doesn't mean that I'm accepting the way I feel and I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life, for all the, you know, all day long. It, it means that you're recognizing it and that you're calling it what it is. And because you can call it what it is, now you can move forward. You're not going to get stuck. And that's what that means is that you're accepting it. You are, are aware of the physiological changes that your body is doing. So you may do some mindfulness breaths. You may be um, at a situation where you may want to do some mindful walking and kind of get some distance and get some air uh, between you and whatever the situation is. And, and maybe, you know, talk to yourself or journal about, you know, how these feelings are, are passing through you and, and how it's affecting your decisions, things like that. And then, you know, that's noticing your thoughts and then plan what to do next. So I thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to sharing more information to you. Next time, we're going to talk about the noticing part on the mindfulness action plan. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.